sorry. Oh <laughs> my god, guys. So okay, so for the listener, this is take two. <laughs> on this, I'm sorry. We, we have a lost episode. We do. It's okay. I also, we've, we've had I a couple of those. Needed to vent and and like get it all out, and this is gonna go differently, and it's gonna be great. Yeah. This and is I'm gonna be the more polished version. Yeah. This is Jamie, and it was all my fault. So. <laughs> I don't know that it was all your fault. Like uh, maybe your technology. <laughs> My computer's old. It glitched in the middle. I should have stopped and hit save. I regret my life. Did you just hit your microphone? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like day five of us being together alone. Yeah, we, we established some rules today in my house. Nice. <laughs> I, think, I think this is as long as you can go where everyone's routines suddenly are... Conflicting, and you're in the same space, and you're all in the same Wi Fi, and yeah, <laughs> rules are good. <laughs> I decided today to cut the grass, but I don't really have grass. I was just pushing a lawnmower <laughs> over an ungrown surface. Needed to be outside. To be get the hell out of the house yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just yeah. need to go tend to the lawn out here. <laughs> <laughs> We, yesterday funny. we uh, like went on a walk around our neighborhood and we like texted our friend neighbor friends like oh we'll be in front of your house and stuff and we talked to like a bunch of people but it was like you know from the end of their driveway to their front porch and yeah and stuff so everyone heard what we were saying it was not that exciting but <laughs> yeah it, well, it is good to get outside so yes. all of you there in radio land get outside today <laughs> when you're listening to this go for a walk yeah in radio land i'm just kind of like come on 40 degrees just at least give me 40 degrees yep oh, i can seriously. go for a walk below that but 40 is so much better oh i it forgot is. we uh, we were at least in the 60s and 70s this week i was gonna say you can hit 80 tomorrow and that's very confusing for a second for me <laughs> sorry did you say 80 yeah, we're supposed to hit 80, I think, tomorrow. Uh, oh, my God. Good old Virginia. Like, I don't like warm weather. Uh, I talked to a band director in Texas two weeks ago. He's like, it's been 100 for like a month here. I was like, no. No. Oh, boy. I'm going to have a hard time coming to visit you. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, what are we all drinking tonight? Oh, look at Andrew Cody trying to keep us on task. Oh. It's my third over drinks. I've done this, uh, you know, experience. Actually, is it, isn't... Is this your third or your fourth? Are we counting the last one? The one <laughs> that we I'm lost? counting Three the last half, one. Dude. So, all right, then two and a half. Significant. This is Opus <laughs> Four. Nice. <laughs> well, since I'm usually the one that's asking that question, I'll go first. Ta-da. Um, I uh, went down to my local microbrewery today, my favorite one, Devil's Kettle, and because they're like closed, basically, and only uh, filling growlers, and you know. I really like what they do, and the bartenders are amazing. I decided to go fill up two growlers. So this is their <laughs> Doppelbach uh, called Truck Wreck, nice. which is nice my name. favorite beer. Every it is 7.7%. Awesome. <laughs> nice. Oh, dude, the, the, the beer I drank last time in the last episode was like 13%. So, yeah, they definitely do some of those like 12, 13, 14% there. It's just like... I could probably only have one or two of those 14%, but this 7.7, I can have three until it yeah. gets dicey. 
Yeah. So that's why <laughs> well, I like it. I, I'll say I, I was a little bit drunker in the last episode than I will be today. I'll just, mm-hmm. since I'm already talking, I'll say I have a similar story to Rob. I'm drinking a cream ale from our local brewery, which is called 734 Brewing Company. And they're doing delivery um, oh, growlers. I think I, I saw you that. post about that. Yeah, allegedly, um, in at least in the state of Michigan, any microbrewery can deliver beer. Mm. And wow. so, yeah, and so we got a growler on Monday, and we got a growler yesterday. That's what this one is from. And so we, like like you, Rob, we really love this brewery. Yeah. We're concerned, along with other local businesses, about the impact of this. So we're going to, look, I, I was born for this. If I have to drink a growler a day to keep them in business, I'll, <laughs> I'll do what I can. Well, I was just going to say, you got a growler Monday. Today is Wednesday. You got another growler at this rate. You're going to yeah. keep them in business all by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, we love it. Well, I'll jump in too because I'm also drinking similar. Uh, I ex- it's actually my favorite brewery name for this moment, which is Ornery, Ornery Brewing Company. Uh, <laughs> nice. here, right here in Fairfax. Um, their brew pub is actually within walking distance of my church job, which I love. And uh, this is their Pacific Waves IPA, which is mm. seven and a third percent. And I'm very excited to open this right now. It looks oh. huge. Oh, yeah, it's nice. a crowler. Okay. That's the other reason. Nice. Big nice. beer. I'm not going to drink it from the crowler, though that would look pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> if only this were a vodcast. Oh. That's next. Yeah. All right. Andrew is drinking something new, and I think you might actually be impressed. So I'm, I'm not living up to my namesake, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Bad I mean, booze Andy. Yeah, every every once in a while, every once in a while, you gotta you gotta change it up a little bit, keep things fresh. Um, okay, and so we resupplied today. We did resupply and yesterday. It I took saw hours. the picture. In, yeah, yeah. So in honor of one of our adjective collective members who is not on this podcast, <laughs> uh, I will be having some Evan Williams. Hey, there it you is. go. Very so, good. So a little a little bourbon, but it is uh, it is on the rocks. Uh, like any fiscally responsible bartender, I prefer my bourbon watered down. <laughs> <laughs> my bourbon's well, coming later. I'm starting with 19 Crimes Shiraz, and then I'm going to increase the alcohol intake with Evan Williams, but I figured I'd do it in this direction because he's not going to get funnier. Do me a favor and don't put any ice in it. <laughs> she's, she's not. I'm she's, not. She's I'm actually, uh, what, what do we say, couth? Uh, couth. She's a, she's a little, a little Very more couth. Polished. Very couth. Okay. All right, I actually wrote this down because I like it. It's a, it's a 2018 French Sancerre. <gasps> Sancerre is the best. Put it in a, oh put it in gosh, a big glass yes. so I didn't have to go upstairs. Um, <laughs> and like you were saying, Garrett, I wrote, I wrote this down too because today I got an email. So um, I live about three blocks from a little uh, mom and pop wine store called the Blue Goat. And they are going to mm-hmm. start delivering. It has to be $75 or more, but I, I'll, that'll be just fine. Um, <laughs> you know, and they, and they keep you on their record so they know what you've ordered and they know what you like and they'll just bring it right over. Oh, man. Ooh. Repeat oh, last so order. So, so you can just call them and say, yeah, I'll have the usual. Yeah, you could. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, local businesses. Shree is teaching me dangerous things. <laughs> Can they do like what Amazon's doing where you have just a button that you put in your fridge like when you run out of detergent? You just have a wine button that you just push. Four, oh please. God. Yes. No. Well, I have to say 
there's not a bad alcohol choice in this whole thing. This doesn't even feel like an overdrinks right now. This must be something else. Andrew, I'm very proud of you right now. <laughs> well, with the exception of the ice, I imagine. With even, I'll, yeah, I'll let yeah. the ice slide. Baby That's steps. fine. It's, Baby way, steps. it's way more impressive than if you drowned it in Diet Coke or something. So. Yes. <laughs> you just make both of them taste bad when you do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So, well... <laughs> Are we both cruise cruise ship diref- directing? I mean, no, no, let, that, no, it, no. I shouldn't. I should. I should quarantine myself. Go ahead. <laughs> That's in so, taste. I know. Too soon. I get it. I get it. It's not the two days. Two days ago, on mm-hmm. uh, the, we're recording this on Wednesday, the March eighteenth. Two days ago, on March sixteenth, we all of us got together to record an episode, and as you heard, it got. Uh, we had some corrupted files, so it's, it is no more. But two days ago, we were talking about the, you know, some of the educational effects of, you know, taking all of our classes online and how we were all going to deal with that and how kind of we were all just dealing with the social distancing and quarantine uh, at, at that point. It's two days later. It, it doesn't like seem like year. it should be a big changed. deal, but it is. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Every day has been like a year in this last yeah, couple of absolutely. weeks. So it's a long time later. Yeah. yeah. So the idea for this episode was uh, Andrew Cody's. So why don't you why don't you pose that question you, you so eloquently posed at the beginning of last time and, and we can try <laughs> to explain again. I mean, my audio file is fine. Can't we just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> This is pre-recorded. No, okay. And this is good, because now we've had more time to think about this. And also, in the two days, I went from having, okay, planned for two weeks to now, my whole semester is going to be online. Um, And uh, the basic question that I posed all y'all is, what the heck are we going to (laughs) do? And how are we going to do it? And um, so, yeah, so just looking at um, you know what I'm teaching, which is uh, some classroom uh, involving music technology, uh, so a big lecture class, um, some one-on-one composition lessons, uh, and then I've got a performing ensemble as well. So kind of those categories from um, you know larger classes that maybe are reliant on equipment that we may need um, in order to you know teach what our curriculum is designed to do. Uh, to one-on-one classes, which uh, you know we can talk about if that seems a little more simpler or if it seems more difficult or what that might entail. And then also uh, what it's going to be like if we have live musicians and what are some strategies. Uh, so we've had an extra two days as we've talked to, to think about this. Um, but should we dive into kind of some of the stuff that we're thinking? Because yeah. I'm two days later and I have some ideas which is better than none ideas, which is what I had two days ago. <laughs> so can I ask Can I ask a follow-up question before we get going? And that is, yeah. can we go around and everybody say, um, wh- when is your school closed until? And, mm. and I'll start and I'll say Interlochen is still planning at the moment to have students come back, uh, to, to fly back on May 1st, which is a Friday, and classes would begin on the Monday, May 4th. We have not changed that. My daughter, who was 19 and here in the house, uh, is a student at Cleveland Institute of Art. They are online classing right now. She's upstairs in a class right now. Um, And still planning to have the students come back on April 6th. 
But in the two so, days since we spoke, I've heard of a lot more schools shutting down all the way through the semester, and I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, so I teach at George Mason uh, University in the School of Music, and we just uh, basically, we're told um, from our president down to our department that uh, the rest of the semester, but we'll be transitioning to online courses um, because what we did was when everything started happening a week ago, or at least it was starting intensi intensifying in the United States, um, we were already on spring break. And so to kind of come up with some short-term solutions, we went on spring break for an additional week, um, which we're now going to have on the back end of the semester. So we'll be teaching virtually uh, through, I believe, May 13th. And then our graduation date is tentative, but they are more than likely going to have to reschedule. So yeah, our graduating seniors, mm -hmm. if they're still in dorms, I assume they're probably going to have to come pick up their stuff pretty soon. And that'll be the end of their on-campus time at our university. Yeah. Wow. At, yeah. at Ohio University, we are m mostly the same. When all the shit went down, we were already on spring break. They extended our spring break. We're going back to all online classes for the rest of the semester starting on Monday the 23rd. Uh, they haven't said anything about like trying to get that week back. So we are still on track for our semester ending, uh, I think, May 1st. Like finals mm. are done May 1st. Gotcha. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Fredonia has changed a little bit. Um, we, a week ago, so it's Wednesday right now, yeah, so a week ago, the governor of New York State announced that it was closing all SUNY and CUNY campuses, and uh, and that would be for the rest of the semester. There were no real provisions, but there also wasn't a lot of communication up front from his office to the individual SUNY campuses, so... Um, we were surprised and scrambled a bit and the information is still changing daily like everybody else's, but we had like, nobody was on spring break yet. This was our spring break week. So our panic was with kids on campus and, uh, some of them panicked and stayed because their, um, their situation at home was, uh, either less stable for education or they were possibly in an area that was heavily affected like New Rochelle or there were many situations. So we've got a lot of students that are kind of stranded in the area and, um, things have changed again. We were going today, to actually. allow, yeah, yeah, we got an email earlier today that said, uh, no one is allowed to give one-on-one -on -one instruction. We were going to have the option of doing like private lessons if students were still in town and they were well. Um, oh, you mean in person? In yes, person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, and there was like, there was a senior that I was going to teach cause he was sticking around and a couple of us were, were going to do it. And then there are, uh, they were going to allow us to do recitals with no audience that were live streamed. And that was just canceled today because essentially no non-essential personnel are allowed uh, to work from campus anymore. Hmm. And okay. there was a provision in the uh, in the memo, in the president's memo, that basically said it's it's not off the table that the doors are going to be shuttered. Like it's yeah. it's it's a real possibility that just no one is coming to campus. Yeah. We went today and cleaned out as much of our offices as we think we need to get through the end of this, but there's still some essential stuff on campus that would be really helpful. Um, so. so yeah, until May 15th, we are, uh, we are 
possibly not even allowed on campus. Yeah. Wow. There are some okay. students interested in doing like pickup groups at, because they are going to miss ensembles. And that was one of the first things that um, they got was was in a memo was if you show up and are in a group of more than five, we will lock the doors. We're like, okay, all right. Wow. Well, there's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm teaching this semester at Washtenaw Community College. Uh, and so it's not a conservatory. There's no performance program or anything like that. It was interesting. So I live in Ypsilanti, Michigan, which is the home of Eastern Michigan University and right next to Ann Arbor, where the University of Michigan is. And the week that we had already had our spring break, um, and the week that everything started going down, last week, I guess, that feels like 2000. Feels like forever ago, right? Um, (laughs) Like, the first school in Michigan to close that I was aware of was Michigan State. Same. And And then... The University of Michigan and then Eastern Michigan and, and WCC, where I teach, was actually like a day later. I mean, it was obvious what was going to happen. Um, one of the challenges, um, this doesn't affect me directly, but w- one of the challenges for uh, community colleges, they offer so many technical programs that are really uh, essentially impossible to replicate. Um, I guess that's the thing. I mean, it's very similar in... in the problems you're dealing with to a performing ensemble, like what um, Andrew Cody has to deal with. For me, I'm, this has, of everyone on the conversation, this has hit me the least because my class was already mostly online. So we met, we had two classes a week where we would meet. Only one was required attendance. The other was like an optional lab section for students Um. to come in and just work on homework or ask me questions and that sort of thing. Of course, like almost no one came. Um, so like (laughs) I didn't have to, I haven't had to put any assignments or any or exams or anything into our learning management system because it was already there. And so all I have to do is figure out like, how do I keep the people accountable to do the work? And we know that we have very limited tools for that. So it's basically just emails and remind and like putting up content like at the beginning of like every Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm going to put up new content into the learning management system. So they get reminders that like this is happening. Mm -hmm. That's something new since the last time we talked. I feel like in terms of work, because we all know teaching online takes a lot of work. Like this yeah. morning, this morning I spent ninety minutes producing a ten-minute tutorial video about how to figure out what scale is happening in a piece in a musical context. <laughs> yeah. So like, that doesn't even con- that doesn't even count like the brainstorming I did, and it wasn't yeah. even that good. But <laughs> but it takes it it takes a lot yeah. of work, and so I think for me managing my time, it was it's a lot easier to do a lecture. For sure, especially with the subject matter that we're doing, because for those of you who are listening who have taught music courses, my class is pretty much a music fundamentals plus the first unit of a theory one class. So it's very basic materials. Um, But uh, yeah, it's been it's been I think routine is going to be a lot more important in terms of the communication in order to keep students engaged. And I'm not like super optimistic that they will be engaged. So 
Yeah, and that's actually a really good um, maybe transition point because one of the things, um, because I think we faced a reality, is that we're going to have to do some sort of um, either lecture model or video model uh, in terms of classroom instruction. So what would be some things to avoid um, with doing uh, this sort of methodology? And one thing I will give you um, maybe just a little bit of a heads up on um, just to give you some time to think about. But anyways, uh, we had our first all faculty meeting today via WebEx. <laughs> I saw your... Oh, yeah. This is wonderful to, to be able to, to, to think about. So anyways, the first thing that happened was WebEx crashed. So there was no <laughs> video or audio capabilities because just I'm sure everybody was like, you know what, 1230 on a Wednesday sounds like a good time to have a meeting. And so <laughs> it was all up and down the East Coast. Everything went down. And so then we had to switch into a phone call. So everybody had to call in because the call-in number would work. And so imagine 108 faculty (laughs) members. I'm not even kidding you. We have more than that in terms of faculty, but that's how many people were actually on the call. And not everybody knows how to mute their microphone. Like people are very lucky that they're in the (laughs) room. So it's, and phones are cutting out and our poor department head who is amazing and is like working really hard to try to appease people who have never done this in the way, way long time they're teaching. So anyways, so this is happening and she cuts out and all of a sudden somebody's like, Linda, Linda, and, and, and trying to get our <laughs> department head's hand. But my favorite moment happened and you guys are going to love this. About 40, 40 minutes in, all of a sudden, we just hear ragtime piano starting up in the background. <laughs> <laughs> which was either which was either one of two things that had happened either number one somebody was uh like just accidentally leaning on their keyboard and pressed play on their itunes nice. and like a student recording or something happened or more than likely what happened somebody kind of checked out in the meeting and decided you know like, what I'm gonna I'm gonna shed a little ragtime pra- here. Some practice time. Can someone just start the shouting like, "Who's playing ragtime?" Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> How long so do anyway. you think it's gonna be until some faculty meeting has some faculty member like me the other night who says, "Hey, kid, bring me a bottle of wine." <laughs> In the middle of the faculty meeting, and I'm not on mute. I mean, I think it's probably already happened. Oh, it's gonna be great. Had, you know, since 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 our last more episode, wine. <laughs> Since our last episode, I saw a tweet and I just panicked, started cleaning my desktop because somebody said, our poor professor (laughs) is teaching and doesn't realize that we can see the all caps divorce file on their desktop. (laughs) Yeah, screen share. Screen share is very difficult. I, I immediately went online and posted like, teachers seriously clean, clean your desktops. desktops it's now it's now your classroom all right no. yeah so so let's go let's let's dive into that what are some obvious <laughs> you know? i would say like this this is something that we encountered today because my my wife's parents and sister and her husband we all live in the same like 10 square miles of course we can't see each other so we did a video chat and one of my favorite things about, like, everyone jumping to virtual technology is that, like, <laughs> a lot of people who don't know what feedback loops are are just, like, oh, running running head on into feedback loops. And so my, my yeah. sister-in-law and her husband, uh, they had their speakers and mic, like, turned up super high on this program. And so... Every at the we they eventually fixed this, but like I would say a word and then it would just be like, but you know, and and I it was just 
amazing. And it's hard, you know, the signal's not great, and you're like, no, no, turn down your speakers, <laughs> turn, you know, it's it it doesn't work very well. And and of yeah. course, like in a classroom setting, that can that kind of thing can happen really easily as well. I mean, in a classroom setting, basically, they should all join with their mics muted. Oh, yeah. Like, Mm. there's no reason for everyone to have their channels open for if, I mean, if it's, unless, like, and I've been thinking about this because my teaching style in theory is I ask a lot of questions. Oh, you're Socratic. I love it. I'm not a stand up there and tell you everything. I'm like, hey, let's figure this out together. I'm not going to give you any information that you don't figure out yourself kind of, I mean, I do, but you know, you get, you, you get my point. It's like, it's mostly questions. Yeah, and yeah. I'm thinking about that. Like I'm probably going to have to go like ask by name if I mm, want to yes. continue that, or I've got to just stop that, go to complete lecture mode. And then at the end, who has questions Type it out in the messages, and then I'll call on you in turn to open up your microphone. Does your um, does your learning management system have like a? Um, we use Blackboard at WCC. Yeah, we do which too. Like, so you should you what you should do is use the discussion board function to get the, in Blackboard like create questions after the lecture and force them to use it. Yes. Because then you well, then you, do then you, you think wanna... that? I mean. I'm, Sorry, this I'm is literally really talking, baseball, but <laughs> but I'm literally talking about the actual classes. Like, how am I going to get them to answer class questions while we're in a video chat? I think that's I a really good question. Part of this, I, I just before I say this, I want to just interrupt myself to explain the next beer I'm opening. So we're already in another beer. How many minutes are we into this? There's a great. It's about. Well, it's been about thirty minutes. Well, no. Okay. So this is, so on Sunday, I was really worried. This is before we knew we could get delivery growlers. Um, I was really worried we didn't have enough beer. Not because I, (laughs) not because I have a drinking problem. I was fixed. I was fixated on it as a point of anxiety. And so I have a friend who works at a very well-known, um, in the beer community brewery in Ann Arbor called Homes Brewing. And I was like, do you have any beer in your like collection that you don't really want that you could give me? And so he put it into our garage. And then I haven't opened the box until today because I read that the coronavirus is only viable for about three days on surfaces. On cardboard? Yeah. Yeah. Well, cardboard is even less than that, I yeah. think. But I was yeah. worried about the metal and so I finally opened it before this recording and like went through all the goodies and stuff. This is a um, this is from a wonderful brewery in St. Joseph, Michigan. Has anyone been to St. Joseph? I'm sorry, it's a, it's near St. Joseph. It's Stevensville. This is called Watermark and this is a coffee porter and it looks like there's a image a rendering of Steven Seagal. On the uh, on the canner, <laughs> uh, drinking coffee. Yes, that is Steven Seagal. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. that Lost sounds podcast. like a delicious beer. While the rest of us go get our own delicious beverage, I'd like to ask that if you are liking these episodes, please give us a rating on iTunes or leave a comment or share this episode on your social media. Now let's hear some more of Garrett Schumann's piece Bound and then back to the drinking. 
And what were we talking about? Oh, <laughs> we were, come on, everybody. We, we were discussing like ways, you, specifically we were talking about in your class, how you can oh, yeah. use your oh. Socratic method, question-based method in an online format. I had foolishly proposed using a feature on Blackboard called Discussion Boards, which I mean, will I still not think work. But I still think that'd be good if like people have questions, but at the same time, they could also just like send a message to our Microsoft Teams chat, yeah. you know, so it's all in one place and everyone can see it. That, that honestly, that is the big fear that I have with all this, like, oh, it's in your email or it's on Blackboard or it's in Teams or it's on this or it's on that. And it's like, let's just like one, no, one thing, one thing, one thing we've been, we've been asked to put it in all the places. So Interlochen would like us to use one thing. They would like us to use Canvas. But mm-hmm. if we're going to email it to the kids, then we tell them it's also in Canvas. If, we're, if we choose to use something else, like a Discord or whatever, then we say it's also in Canvas. But keep gotcha. in mind that we've got international kids who will have mm-hmm. access to Canvas but may not have access mm-hmm. to anything else. Yeah. So right. we have to make sure that it's in the same place. And here's another thing to keep you up at night. Literally, right (laughs) as we've been talking, I got an email from a student who's trying... I had them do a a worksheet on scales that's like a MuseScore file that they wrote scales into. And her either... Our university internet system or her internet, her email provider won't send the attachment because it perceives malware. Somewhere in the line, there is a there's a perception of malware, Ugh, um, no. and so now I have to. I mean, uh, save it as a PDF. And yeah, send it you got to save that's everything. What I, that's what I'm going to yeah. tell her to do. But we're mm-hmm. recording a podcast, so I can't respond to it. <laughs> but like these are, it's just all these little things. Like the technology is imperfect in so many different ways, and each of those potentialities can spin out to create a, a problem that inhibits the connect kind of connection that Rob you're I hoping to sustain. Some, some universities are, are, are like saying you may only use this form of communication or this platform. I think Annie Nykirk posted about this earlier today. I saw They've that told at Norfolk that they can only use, I, I can't remember what platform they're on, but it's web something black- web. WebEx. 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 The, the thing that crashed on me today during the ragtime. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The, no, I mean, so, the university has a license, and their students are um, a variety of ba- economic backgrounds, and they want to make sure everybody has access all the time. So, yeah. they're not letting the teachers use any platform that's not. Um, you know, sanctioned by the university to protect that. Um, there also seemed to be some kind of a FERPA issue with this. Which has not come up for me, and I'm wondering if it's just because we're a high school, so we may have different things going on there with FERPA. Oh. Yeah, but but that I saw the same thread you did, yeah. Jamie, and there was a lot of discussion about FERPA issues over this. Yeah, can I add to Garrett's nightmare? Um, yeah, because, please. <laughs> because the scary thing 
about going through one platform, uh, because we know this uh, just in any musical context ever, that if you plan on one thing working and that being the sole <laughs> thing, yeah. then you're screwed, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times have you like gone to teach something and all of a sudden the HDMI cable's not connecting to the projector? So you're glad you have your VGA port display, you know, yep. being mm-hmm. able to plug in there. or you know, And I'm worried that, that you spent if we rely on the same thing on a web-based system that isn't controlled by the university as well, that's the other thing. Thing. Mm-hmm. Like these are all third parties, right? WebEx, yeah. Skype, yeah. any yeah. of these things. So we're adding another factor. So if one of those goes down, then, you know, what are you going to so, do? So I think this is, I've been also thinking about that as well, because I know that, I mean, I teach an 830 theory class. I know that people aren't going to get up for it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm okay with that because one of the, like, like for instance, uh, Garrett, your student, you know, who has who's having technological troubles. We talked about this on the last one, but just like kind of having uh, having deadlines, but being very flexible. Yes, yeah. with them yep. mm-hmm. is one thing, and then not like attendance just goes out the window oh, at this point. There's no like, way. A- no one's taking attendance, yeah. and no one should. You do the work, or you don't do the work, and that's the attendance. Yeah, I don't. I don't take attendance ever because I always forget to do it. So. <laughs> Like, so this you're is a perfect. model you're, of education. You're in your, uh, you're in your <laughs> well, element this is, with this. Rob, this is why I'm an adjunct going from temporary job to temporary <laughs> job, and you're on the tenure track. Not so thanks for I it don't out. think why? that's the reason, no. but okay. No. So with the anyway. attendance idea, um, especially since, you know, attendance might be flaky, connections might be flaky, um, is there really, a, I was going to say, is there any benefit to to doing this in real time or should we just all switch to pre-recorded stuff and then maybe set sometime as like virtual office hours where students can opt in to interact? We have been encouraged to do as much asynchronous as we can. Mm. They want us to do as much as with the exception being private lessons and, and interlocking even said over all of the other academic classes. And remember my kids still have to graduate from high school. So their academic classes are all the things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said, Private lessons take preference over any other class if you are scheduling live, synchronous private lessons, which mm. we have to do pretty much. Everything yeah. else they want to be as much as possible for exactly the reasons you've all been talking about. Will they show yeah. up at 8.30? Will they not? Will, you know, will they have a problem right. with their tech? Will they not? Well, the but, kids. Go ahead, Rob. Sorry. Um, Kind of what I was getting at is that I am going to still do it live. We're doing it live. Um, sorry, that was a little <laughs> yeah. Bill O'Reilly in there. Bill O'Reilly, I you're, think that's, you're we're, we're explicit. Let's get this that on the record. Bill O'Reilly is Rob's <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> I'm I'm cutting your voice out right there. <laughs> Sorry, if you had heard the lost episode, you would know why that's funny. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. See, again, if we were, you know, Uh, asynchronous on that podcast, you know, we'd be in in good shape. Just saying. But But then we wouldn't have been able to talk. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Anyway. Uh, my point is I'm still going to do it live because I feel like for those that actually do show up, I, you know, and I, and I know I'll have some, 
that that will show up and they'll ask the good questions but at the same time in microsoft teams so you do value have judgment in that statement by the way what they'll ask snorted. the good questions because they're there live <laughs> you That's snorted well, they, let me <laughs> all right hold on I just fucking on. get to the end of this sentence without no, rob no you no. can't no i'm having Jesus. too much fun. we're trying to prove why this shouldn't be done live <laughs> well I think we're doing Look, if this were yeah. done live, you'd all have your mics muted. <laughs> I'm going to get my ragtime going. I'm pretty da, sure da, da, that da, on Microsoft da, da, Teams, da, da. I can I have the ability to mute people. Oh, man, um, that's nice. Anyway, that's nice the point feature. is, is that uh, <laughs> in Microsoft Teams, you can record the entire thing. And it's just like done. So you're doing it live, but you also record it. If at any point, someone drops out or whatever they can go back and look at that if people don't show up they can go back and look at that because they're all in the chat anyway mm -hmm. so it's like it's the combination of live and asynchronous simultaneously but i don't want to spend extra hours like like you were talking about garrett you know 90 minutes making a 10 minute video you know I, that's just not gonna happen oh. But here's yeah, the thing, I'm, and let me play devil's advocate. Uh, I'm actually just going to be the devil here. Um, so, no, let so let me just uh, like ask this though, because if if what happens like what happened in our faculty meeting today, and you've got a bunch of like, or maybe even a handful of kids who got up at eight thirty in the morning to see your webcast, and all of a sudden office shuts down, or you know, and or whatever program you're forced to do, and then you've wasted their time, you've wasted your time, all the the lesson prep. That's that's my thing. Is the fail safe? Is 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 it better to have something just stationary and ready to go, or rely on third party technology to deliver your education? The thing is, we've been I I've been testing this out all week with students, with other faculty members. At no point has Teams, and I'm saying this, and of course on the first day it will, mm -hmm. but at no point has Teams just like gone down. Well, People have dropped out come back in but the fact of the matter is is that i'm always there so it will always record me so i could continue gotcha. even if uh, no one's okay. there that's yeah. cool i yeah. i will say rob um if i had access to that program or a different we do we have go-to meeting at my school mm -hmm. i'm not a huge fan of it i've used zoom in the past with to great success in previous teaching positions like i think zoom is super easy to use um but if if, if i had something that was as simple as as yours where i could record it and send that to them like i would totally do that because it wouldn't matter if people show up or not i mm -hmm. could just do a lecture and if people are there i do think like students this seems maybe counterintuitive to how a lot of students feel about an 8.30 a.m. class, but some of them would like the regularity, I'm sure. Yeah, continuity. Yeah. And, that, yeah. that has been a big yeah. issue that a lot of administrators have brought up, you know, just like, let's, tr I know this is a weird time. Everyone knows it's a weird time. Let's try to keep as much normalcy as possible. <laughs> Hold on. Can we talk about what just happened? Because that was yes, awesome. I think we totally can. <laughs> was that captured on, on your microphone? Oh. The wine delivery think, service was just... I think there was probably the sound of a cork being pulled from a bottle. Yes, the sommelier is, emerges. I just texted the, um, my child and said, if you're done with your online class, could you please bring me the open white wine that's in the fridge? That <laughs> is awesome. Fantastic. 
I can't wait to do that with my <laughs> sleeping five-week-old in several years. Eight, yeah. eight, eight, 18 years, <laughs> 11 months, and, right. 18 or 18 years, years 10 months. You can steal uh, my family's phrase. My family used to shout in the house and say, Jame, beer me. <laughs> That's yours. It's all it. yours now. I am passing Wait, so the is that where Ed Helms got the idea for the joke from The Office? Ooh, yes. I, I, oh, man, that's hilarious. I doubt it. Oh, man. <laughs> Beer me that disc. Beer me, bro. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back in because I'm going to say we are using Zoom right now embedded in Canvas and are loving it, and it is about the best thing I've seen. Mm-hmm. I haven't... I've gotten in a couple of groups on Facebook and different platforms where people are talking about what are you doing, just like we are on this podcast. Nobody has said anything really negative about Zoom yet. And a couple of the things that I'm noticing, and, and we haven't actually begun to teach online yet. Ours is a couple of weeks away because we are on a, on a longer spring break right now. But we need to hold office hours. And while I'm trying to do as much, as I mentioned earlier, asynchronous as possible, private lessons will be synchronous and office hours will be synchronous. And I mm-hmm. haven't tried this yet, but I am told by colleagues who have done it, that with Zoom, I can say to my theory class, my office hours are Monday through Friday from noon to one Eastern Standard Time, and there's you can create a queue, and you can let them in one at a time. Oh. And that way they are not like hearing everybody's problems, which you know they don't like to do. At least oh, high school kids. That nice. That's I've really never, cool. When, so when I was teaching um, at Appalachian State University last year, I used Zoom a bunch for virtual classes um, for a variety of reasons and we never did that i wouldn't be surprised if that's a capability but it's really good at um like sharing system audio with students and like it was super reliable oh yeah and the screen share feature too is also yeah yeah Yeah. so so it was what jamie said i think (laughs) you just got to be careful Well, you can actually decide. You can decide what part of the yeah you can window see, it. Okay. So. Yeah, you can window it. Yeah. I mean, but, at um, this point, I'm I'm gonna be down to just like my logo in the background. Somebody gave me a nickname a couple months ago. I made the logo, and it's my backdrop. Um, I I have I have to pause for a second because either Rob has frozen or there is something that has vexed him or what? <laughs> no, what he's blinking. He's blinking. Blink. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just blacked out. I well. I, when I was That's the look that, every student's going to have during our webcasts. I think <laughs> look so. Right there. This is another reference back to the last ep- episode, but Cherie, when we were talking about the sharing system audio, I saw Rob like go into like a, a brain coma at, about all the work he had to do to be able to share his system audio on Microsoft Teams. And I yes. really think he, I think, I think he like went on an astral plane to the past to like. <laughs> Yeah. Get yeah. sad about all of that. I think I think that's exactly right. Speaking of which, Rob, do we have a keyboard hooked up? Are we ready to go? No. Yeah. <laughs> you said you were gonna. I know. I I. I was well, too the much. Way, the way I was gonna say the way it was routed too much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So once so after we had that conversation, I figured out that like Microsoft Teams will like record the entire video because I was doing another step 
and like sho- shoving all of the audio into QuickTime and then doing a screen capture in QuickTime. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah. And I found out, like, I met with two faculty members and I was explaining this to them. And as I was explaining it, my entire system killed. Uh-oh. Like, they couldn't hear me. They couldn't see me. Yeah. And it did it like three times. And I'm like, it must be that I'm trying to run too many things at once. Yeah. Like I'm, and I have like connections going everywhere and it's just overloading my system. So once I figured that out, that teams has that function of recording, I was like, well, forget it. I'm not doing QuickTime anymore. So I can eliminate one of the four programs I was having just to be able to share system audio. Well, you know, I'm going to nerd out for a second here and say uh, analogously, and and, uh, this is kind of like that moment where you've just coded a brilliant kind of sequence in Max MSP, which triggers all this stuff and the event list. And somebody goes, oh, yeah, are you familiar with Mm -hmm. (laughs) QList? Nice. (laughs) It's like, oh, there's an object that does all of that that I spent a month coding. Okay, good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So like today, the, the video that I made today... Um, and I've made tutorial videos before for classes like I record, I, I had to record the sound, the re, like an excerpt of a recording from my computer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like playing my laptop through my interface into my desktop. And then I'm recording just, it was easier with my setup, Rob. Rob is wearing You, you mean you're, you're playing your, your system audio like out through speakers into a microphone? No, no, no. From with a direct input through my audio. Oh, okay, interface. okay, yeah. okay. Got it, got it, got it. So Rob's, and then, Rob's happier now. And then I'm recording, and I'm recording my my just like how I am now. I'm recording my speaking the sound of your speaking audacity, voice? and then I'm editing. <laughs> then I edited the audio. I I'm editing the audio we together. And then I'm throwing it into iMovie, and the whole time I'm thinking like, because I I did a QuickTime screen record, and like the whole time I'm like, this is, no one, like you have to know how to do this just to make a really stupid, basic explanation video of four, five measures of music from the song Night by Florence Price, which is Mm. gorgeous, and you should all go listen to it. Yeah. Um, But like... None of this is what we were taught how to do. No. None of none of this is what we were trained, if we were trained at all, to teach, which is dubious to begin with. Like, I I feel lucky that I'm experienced with some of this stuff from my um, eight years of being t- paid to teach college music classes. But like, not everyone knows how to do this. I mean, Rob, you're like a very technologically gifted and and, and intelligent person. Like, Keep going. I'm not, not at all. No, no. Nice glasses. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, but like it's 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 a real one of the things that I mean I know this is a obvious point that but like every school just switched. We said this in the last episode too. Sorry to say that again, but like every school was like we're switching to online, and like the implication was that that would be really easy, and it's not. And and, and one not. of the things we said, and I want to repeat this, is. It, it takes like three times the work to do this online thing that we're doing that it would if you were in person. And I think it's important to know that. That's why I said the thing about, you know, Interlochen is pushing asynchronous. I appreciate that. I'm trying to make this as easy as possible. Um, maybe I'm going too far, but let me tell you what I'm doing for my Theory D class, which 
Theory D yeah, for please. us is think um, uh, end of freshman sophomore or end of freshman theory, a little bit of early sophomore theory overload. So you're ending diatonic harmony, you're moving into some secondary dominance, and mm -hmm. and that's and mm -hmm. a little bit of form, and that'll be it. Like like theory two in the university system. Yeah. And we are, here we are in the year, we're in March, we end on Memorial Day weekend, that's when we graduate, so we have a good two more months to go. But we're 75% of the way through the year. We were having a faculty meeting the other day, and I said, um, this may be controversial, but do we have to teach them anything else right now? Yeah, what have they need. learned? What, what do they absolutely have to know? What have they already learned? And in fact... We have taught them absolutely everything in this semester with the exception of form. And from mm -hmm. here on out, it was going to be all projects and putting into practice what they've learned and really solidifying that knowledge. But yeah. it was no new knowledge, if that makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. So I'm in no way advocating that it's not important to do these projects. But with everything that's going on right now, is it important to so do much. these projects yeah. right now this year? And everybody yeah. agreed and said no. So we're sending out a Google form in the next couple of days, and it's going to say something about like this. It's, it's going to go to all the Theory D students, and it's going to say, pick an option. You may choose mm. to either, option one, look at your grade as it currently stands and go back and review anything you want to and redo anything you want to, and we will post mm. video that goes back at, like, not synchronous in class time, mm -hmm. but asynchronous video that you can go back and rewatch stuff we've already done that you didn't do so well. Or option two, if you're, you can choose to do a little bit of that and continue on with new knowledge, and if they choose that, we're going to put them in a new class. Our, our school is going to put them in a new class, and we're going to remove them and then only teach that smaller group, I'm assuming, mm, of students, gotcha. the new material. Oh, or option three, I like my grade where it is right now, and I opt to stop right now. Hmm. Fascinating. And so I'm the assuming this form was vetted by the lawyers, because it's going against like the syllabus and stuff. Like If s someone could opt out and then be like, oh, I'm upset that I opted out like in six months or something. I mean, I'm sure that it wasn't, it wasn't case. vetted by lawyers, but what we have been told by our provost and by our assistant provost is who, by the way, was on this conference call when we were discussing this, who's currently teaching a section of theory B himself, um, mm. which is basic one-on-one theory. Um, it was, he loves this because what we're trying to do as much as we can. And remember I'm a high school. As much as Interlochen is fabulous in the arts, we're still a high school. We're trying to stay out of the way of the academics so they can graduate from high school. Yeah, they need to, yeah. They need to graduate. Okay? That is yeah. the most important thing right now. And then private lessons are the secondary most important thing. And anything after that is wonderful and it's gravy. But what can we do to make this easier on them? And so yeah. we haven't sent this out yet. We, I, I actually created the Google form today. But I have to read it a few times. i got to send it to everybody. You know the drill. Get everybody yeah. to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yep. we'll yep. send it, and we'll find yeah. out what we're going to get. And I think it's going to be about 50-50. I think we're going to have about 50% of the kids who have done hard work up till now. They have an A or a solid B, and they're going to say, thanks. i got I'm a lot it. to do. This is actually harder than I thought it was going to be. I'm out. Mm -hmm. 
And I think we got about 50% who will opt to go on to the last part of the class. And I, and I like that you give the, the students, and I always, I always try to set my classes up this way anyway. I have multiple modes of assessment for that reason. I flat out tell the students, look, you are in control of your grade. Yep. Uh, some of my uh, examinations and quizzes are performance-based. You do them in class. But a lot of my stuff is you take it home, you turn it in, you get a grade, you don't like it, you do it again, you do it again, mm-hmm. you practice, you get a grade for practicing, and you are in control yeah. of how how you uh, right. are, are, are synthesizing, learning, and digesting the material. Right. But Garrett, That's- your point is really t- well taken. I'm actually writing the words down right now, modified syllabus. Mm-hmm. So whatever mm-hmm. students choose, I think we're going to have to modify the syllabus and send them a new one. Yes. Yeah. I, so- I think my biggest hurdle in the next few days is actually about a project that I am mourning for still. I'm so sad we get we have to cancel it because my arts leadership class was going to end with a group project, which I know everyone hates. But in an arts leadership position, you don't always get to pick your team and you don't always get projects that run smoothly. <laughs> and so I took this exercise from a Grey's Anatomy episode. I'm not going to lie. I was going to hand them, there was this amazing episode on triage where every time the the students thought they had something under control, they were handed a card and something went wrong. Some wild card, right. So I was going to hand them, their their group assignment was to organize a make-believe fundraiser and, you know, like five days before, one of the groups was going to get a, your venue flooded, find a new one. And one of the groups was going to get a, your lead singer of your band has laryngitis find a new one and you know like they can have change to deal it to with coronavirus it. now but right, yeah. right exactly okay. now we're all and living it yeah. we're, exa- we're living these worst case <laughs> scenarios but uh they were gonna have to figure out you know like the hidden costs of errors and, inc- and all these incidentals and all of these problems and i'm just so sad we don't get to do this Wait, so why couldn't you do that over like slack or something um there was i, I mean i probably could i haven't finished that is the one class I haven't finished adapting yet. I've got three or four more days. I'm going to be totally honest because we were all still in session when we canceled classes. I had to take three or four days off to just cope with my own oh, of course. Yeah. burnout from, of course. from letting them emote their emotions, but also helping them acknowledge that people in their thirties are lo- losing their livelihoods right now. And that yeah. a senior recital is tragic to lose, but at the same time, yeah, you're going to be okay. Yeah. It's, right. It's, it's going to mm-hmm. be all right. Yeah. yeah. So there was, there's a significant amount of burnout last week and I'm over it, but that that's the last class I have to tweak. Um, but I, I am moving to kind of a mode, I think, with that group in particular, where they have, instead of projects, they're going to have some focus groups that are only like three people large so that they can, um, they all have to write papers anyways on uh, nonprofit organizations or arts for-profit organizations in their geographic region. And that's going to be hard enough right now. So I don't mm. want to compound that with a group project that's the next seven weeks after that. I think their paper um, and interviewing people at their local arts organizations is going to be a bigger task than I originally intended. It was supposed to be a, here's how this nonprofit that is in my local hyper market, hyper local market, which is what most organization arts organizations cater to. 
this is how this functions similarly to and differently from this things we've studied in class. And so I think this paper, this is going to turn into um, not only a description of that, but also how they're coping with a, a, a international um, a issue like this virus. You know, this also is, is really important. And it's something that we talked about in the last podcast. And I think something that's worth reiterating, the idea that when you move to an online asynchronous or synchronous, for that matter, kind of teaching mode, um, it's very, very tempting, especially for first time teachers who are new to online course structure to overdo it. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's you, absolutely calm true. down. Yeah. yeah. Do less. It's it yeah. re- do 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 less better. Yeah. That's that's it. But you know, at the same time, not too well, because we had talked about last time the idea that, you know, we we also don't want to um to uh, make it any less valuable, this kind of private uh, one-on-one instruction or let me move this. There we go. I'm I move the mouse so that the screensaver is not Mm-hmm. Yep, totally. We are still recording. I ho- oh, that's that's a nice picture of me. That's not. I just took a screenshot of myself. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> I saw. All, all right, after you finish this point, we're saving again. Uh, okay, yeah. you know, Andrew's proving yeah. the, 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 the value of uh, in-person <laughs> education, nope. right? You got you got ten minutes to make your point in online teaching, or you done. <laughs> That's, that's, it's so true. It's so true. So the so the point being, we don't want the university administration to suddenly say, "Oh, this all worked as an online course. Isn't this great? Right? Isn't this wonderful? Everything can be online." Yeah. Um, and that's and that's not that's not have, actually true. I, right? I, I don't think I can do the project because I'm simplifying their course. They already have readings. They already need to get through way more lectures digitally than I had planned before. There's so much that I need to fit in the end of the semester that I have to restructure, and the project is is the easiest thing to go. Yeah, that's All a right. really that's a really good point. I um, didn't when I asked that question, I didn't think about all of that. So, well, there's okay. so much to think about. Are you a performer or a conductor and are looking for works to play once we finally come back from the COVID-19 shutdown? Have you visited adjectivenewmusic.com yet to check out the Adjective New Music Composers Collective? To quote Dr. Seuss, if not, you should. These things are fun and fun is good. So before we get back to the drinking, let's listen to some more of Shri Van Manen's Elegy for Our Children.
Okay, Andrew Cody has a question, a burning question. <laughs> well, now I've got a, a sidetracked question, but this is a good one. It's about the adjective logo. Because, Andrew, oh. you're wearing our sweet swag. Uh, shout am. out to our sweet swag. Sweet Go swag! Buy that. I do like the ADJ because y'all are the founders. Right. But can we put, we need a little circle around the active. We need, we need, <laughs> we need some active love. Maybe an underline? <laughs> How about a rectangle? Italicized? I mean, it's literally underlined every time I type it because <laughs> it's, 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 it's spelled it's wrong. It's spelled wrong. Because <laughs> it thinks active is a word. Well, I, I introduce myself at conferences now as active. That's what I go by. <laughs> Yeah, they're ads, and we're active. <laughs> All right. Nice. All right, serious question now. All right, so one thing that uh, we talked about in the last podcast, which y'all won't be able to listen to, that we've discussed, um, <laughs> <laughs> is we, we, we talked a lot about, about seniors, um, specifically yeah. because this is the end of their um, time at our respective institutions. And I think one thing that I was thinking a lot about since our last recording, is the fact that um, because uh, music is the way that it is and that we get more than one opportunity to teach our students, right? We, we get a couple of different classes. We get ensembles, even just hallway conversations. You know, lots of times we build relationships with, um, you know, uh, these groups of, you know, students and, and people who come together and make music for an extended period of time. Uh, so anyways, uh, with the seniors, it's awful because some of us have had experience working with these students leading up to this. Some of us, um, maybe this is their first semester working with it. So I wanted to ask if this was your last opportunity uh, to um, really wish these students well and send them off, what would be one of the things that you would offer? Yeah, we have been drinking really heavily. We, no, we, we have been paying attention right? to your... Be- it's beautiful. You had a beautiful and well-articulated question. And Andrew's being ridiculous. I'm um, going to give the most nihilistic answer possible. Oh, dear. I'm going to give a really sincere one. Which one, which one do we want to start with? Nihilism. 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 I'll clean up Nihilism. the end. All right, here we go. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I am a mercenary. I am a sabbatical replacement at this school. I don't know when any of my students graduate. I I don't know if I, I... We actually don't know if we're coming back this semester or not. Probably not. Uh, they, they're good people. I don't have any, you know, I don't have any ill will against them. But, like, uh, the position I'm in is, like, the ultimate. I am a warm body in a job. Like, I am the little kid in the bottom of the train in Snowpiercer. So, Wait, so now what? What? <laughs> no, we're not going there. Guys, I'm just, don't I'm just open the doing door. the job. I'm just doing yeah. the job. So yeah. I, I hope that they, Cody I mean, <laughs> I will say that the point of the class is for them to develop practices that extend beyond the duration of the class. So what I hope for them is that they do learn that. And I'm genuinely concerned <laughs> that, um, they is won't that a different one? The Andrew Cody is currently holding up different stuffed animals and stroking them suggestively. <laughs> well, he's trying. He's trying to send good vibes because I'm being like aggressively nihilistic right now. But that's that's a little bit. That's how I feel about it. So, yeah. Well, I mean, and you have it, it, you have a different level of investment and a different level of contact. I mean, it's it's hard to get. Um, I'm not saying you're not invested to to uh, you, you're the students that you're currently teaching, but you haven't necessarily been with them for four years. You know, yeah. you you don't have yeah. that level yeah. of oh, totally. Of, like yeah. I can't. 
I, I feel for students I've taught at other places who are going through this more specifically, mm-hmm. but I don't work at those places anymore. Like, I, <laughs> right. I care about my students. Um, I want them to learn and get the most that they can, but, like, I'm not even sure, like, this is my first time, te- first semester teaching at the school. I don't even know, like, when they grad, like, when, yeah. where people yeah. are yeah. in their tracks. So yeah. I haven't even thought about, like, Andrew... Cody, I haven't even thought about this at all. Mm. But it's a, it's a totally valid question, but for me it just really doesn't apply. So. Rob McClure. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Cruise ship director. Um, um, I have, uh, for, for a long time, I have really kept my Jesus Christ, Cody. <laughs> Almost making an appearance on it's it's too bad it's not a tickle me Elmo and then you could actually have him on the podcast. Does it make oh, that's noise? Funny. Oh, it is a tickle oh, me Elmo. Oh my god! It makes noise. We're gonna get sued. Probably. <laughs> Sorry, my son's toys are right under my legs, and I just realized that. Okay. All right, Rob, keep going. Uh, for a long time, I have kept myself at an extreme distance from my students. Um, Meaning that if you're a freshman coming in, you're probably not going to get a lot of like, I don't want to call it personal access, but like, you're not going to follow me on anything. Um, You know, it's, I keep a buffer. Yeah. As they progress towards seniors or grad students that are about to graduate that buffer gets smaller and smaller and smaller and once they graduate it's like i still i have a master student who uh graduated last semester we text all the time yeah and i just we just kind of keep tabs like i keep tabs on him he's telling me what he's doing i don't mind it at all right yeah. So it's like just because they're graduating doesn't mean that anything necessarily is ending. So I have one graduating grad right. student and one graduating senior. And the senior, I'm already like, we're already on that like kind of texting basis. Whereas like freshmen will never have that. You know, so mm-hmm. I like that <laughs> as they get further and further along, that buffer decreases. And ooh, there's a cat delivery now. There was yep. a wine delivery. Now there's a cat delivery. Oh, ow. Oh. <laughs> you are wearing strings. And now a cat exodus. <laughs> I feel the need to apologize to you, kitty. <laughs> oh. But I th- I think like that's how I'm that's how I'm dealing with this is like just because they're graduating doesn't mean anything is going to change like that True. master student is already in like a year into his doctoral program and we st- he we still talk you know he asked me for advice or whatever and it's just like that's that's what I'm gonna do like from mm-hmm. from now on like after you've graduated you uh, you you have access to me yes. when you need it 
Yeah, so so the so in this time of crisis, you don't see that there's really any anything different from the 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 seniors who are currently graduating who might be missing out on say recitals or culminating experiences in the same way that their their peers before them have. Um, you kind of have this this rapport that is going to be consistent from year to year, right? So so they're they're not missing out on certain aspects, and and you're kind of, mm-hmm. are you making them aware of that in some way? either explicitly or subtly that you know there's a there's a continuity of uh, of sameness for your your graduating seniors you know obviously because like my senior right now we've had to completely refigure like figure out how he's going to get credit for his senior recital, recital? that was yeah. mm-hmm. that was supposed to be tomorrow um oh mm. And uh, we've already done that. Like he and I have had multiple conversations, but I think it's just like the opening up of, hey, you can text me, you know, like because basically, you know, my social media is pretty much off limits to students. And I kind of keep it that way until they graduate just because like I don't want them seeing what I have to say sometimes about them. Mm. You know, or or my <laughs> frustrations or my like, this is my life. It's not yours to look at. So huh? I'm, I'm required by law to keep them <laughs> yeah. because they're underage. Right. I, they right. cannot yeah. be a friend on anything. <laughs> um, right. and, but when they graduate or right before they graduate, I say, please find me on and list all the social media things. Yes. Yeah. For exactly the reason that you're talking about. I want to keep track of how you're doing. I want to keep touch. And I yes. put them in touch with each other. I mean, I reached out to a kid yep. I taught no three, a kid, kid, who's now lecturing on George Crumb, who's got her doctorate, who's amazing. But I, I will reach yes. out and connect people because of this, but mm. not when they're students. Aww. So... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Rob keeps raising his hand. I have a lot to say on this issue. Do I need another um, bottle? Of I'll wine? keep trying to trip Bob McClure. I've got a lot of uh, I got a lot of uh, toys under my. I was going to say there are more animals where that they came from. I think. Oh yeah, Charlie Brown just to... made an appearance. But Garrett, you actually know like uh, where I? I mean, I didn't I didn't think to start doing this until it was made explicitly clear to me that this is what Richard Lavender does. Oh my god, like, I studied keeps... with him. What? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, there's there's three. What were you a lavender student, Rob? Uh, for a semester, yeah. Yeah. So there's three lavender students on this conversation. That's, I was a lavender yeah. student for a semester. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, so I, I studied with him for two semesters. So you know, whatever. Yeah, but but <laughs> he he made it. Oh, Jesus Christ, he made it very clear. Like there are times you you don't want to be buddy buddy uh. with students. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Why is why is the flute coming? I don't know. There's <laughs> Snoopy's I mean, out. I'll bring out the flute. Here. Oh. This is exactly what's going to happen in your class, Rob, when you do it synchronously. Oh, shut up, Andrew. <laughs> no, I, Rob, I keep keep going with this point. Keep I think going. I think lavender is a really excellent example of this dynamic. Yes, you don't want to be buddy buddy with your students because yes. at a certain point you're gonna have to give them bad news. Or you're going to have to like, or you have to give them up or something, but they they move on Yeah, or, or anything like that. But like, once they're gone, it's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But like one as while you have some sort of power over them or responsibility towards them, they should not be your friends. Yes. 
So that's why I keep this distance. And in that last year, that distance starts to recede so that I can transition them slowly into that. And this is what I don't think Lavender does. Uh, so that I can transition them slowly into, hey, you can talk to me now. Like mm-hmm. you can, you can, uh, a- you can have access. Yeah. I suppose. So uh, can I jump in on this a little bit? So Andrew's or was original question was about seniors and how we're dealing with this. The kids who don't get to finish whatever thing they don't get to finish. Um, not all of our seniors at Interlock can do senior recitals. It's their choice. It's not a college. They're not required to. But most of them do. Oh, I did. I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. Most of them. Cool. Most of them opt to, but yeah, they're not I required imagine. to. So it, it kind of okay. depends. And they may certainly share a recital if they want to, which is what I mm-hmm. often push my composers toward if I can. A one-hour shared yeah. recital, thirty minutes of music is an awful lot of music for an under for for a high school kid. It, it's very thirty true. minutes yeah. of good music. Yes. So one of the things that I'm going to push for when we come back and something that perhaps colleges can consider is the possibility of maybe they don't get their recital, they, they missed it or something happened, but perhaps we can set up recordings. Perhaps yes. I'm going to take my kids over to IPR, Interlocking Public Radio. We have Studio A. If I can't get them a recital and we've missed something, at least I can get them a recording of the piece that they would have had so they're not lacking in those recordings, which yeah, is the most absolutely. important part. We've talked about that at Fredonia too. Um, I've, I've, we haven't made final decisions yet, so I'm hesitant to say that this, but I've asked to maybe we consider opening our student composer concerts up to alumni who graduated this year and had this issue. Yes. Yep. Um, I, I mean, I feel like... I am, well, A, I, we have four composition teachers on faculty at Fredonia, and I'm the only woman, and I've been the only woman. I think I'm the first. Ever. Yeah. Um, so I do have. I feel you. I'm not buddy-buddy with the students, but I do end up with a lot of personal problems in my office, a lot more than the guys. I feel like maybe that's unjustifiable, but. It's a lot. And so there's at least a level of emotion that walks into my office on a regular basis that does not feel distanced. And that is included at the sophomore level and the junior level. The freshmen, I think, are still pretty bewildered. Um, so, I, you know, that's, that's, there's a distance there. But we also do a fair amount of sharing of their successes on Facebook and Twitter and all of these things. Oh, so we, we don't encourage them to not be friends with us. Right. They're all friends with us from the start of their their freshman year because we want them to see the seniors are winning this. The seniors um, have these performances. We're trying to model an example of social media responsibility that uh, we want them to live by. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm really proud of our composers lately because I've seen a lot of reactions to this particular situation that I am not proud of. But none but of them. Not from our composers. Not a single one yeah. is from one of our composers. And I, I received a heartbreaking email from one of my seniors today. Um, you know, as he's trying to navigate what to do in lieu of a senior recital. And I haven't told him all the plans that we have to support him and try and and remedy the situation. The reality is he's financially not going to be able to stay until the fall and do a recital in place of the one he was supposed to have next month. Um, but 
I, you know, I want them to feel like they are supported. And what I keep coming back to is there's, um, I believe it was Adam Grant and his book, the originals talked about different levels of, um, Teaching, parenting, and and being a creative. Oh, yeah, I love this. And the two parameters that he talks about are the supported versus unsupported access versus the uh, expectation. High expectation versus low expectation. And there are different titles for the different areas. And what I essentially try to set up is really high expectations, but with a high level of support. And that's where I think I, I have let my guard down, which is sometimes just... Not going to lie, the past 12 months have been emotionally exhausting because I let the emotional issues into my office. But I am okay with that because the results have been spectacular. We've had two national essay contest winners. We've had a lot of really great successes, but I've also had about a thousand tears in my office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I th- Jamie, I think like if it's in mm-hmm. the office, mm-hmm. that's fine. You know, yeah. like yeah, the personal okay. connection is fine. It's just when yeah. it goes to the, you know, the the online face, that's kind of where I draw a line. Um, but if it's in the office and it's personal, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, and honestly, it's, you know, I really have to credit you guys um, because when we were having those, when I was kind of like rethinking how I was going to start teaching composition this year. And uh, we had all those conversations over the summer um, about like what you guys do. And that that particular thing you're talking about, like high expectations, but high support. Yeah, um, that has really, really stuck with me this year. And I feel like it has made me a much better teacher. Oh, that's fantastic. That is. Honestly. That breakdown um, is is what I've recognized where the weaknesses in in other areas of my life have come in. And that mm-hmm. is high expectation with low support is completely demoralizing. Yeah. Yeah. And so you cannot ask students who don't know how to cope with low support to have high expectations of themselves. God, especially and, at a time like this, right? Well, right. It's, kind of, right. Like it's this. kind of what we're living through right now, right? Exactly. We all yeah. have high yes. expectations yeah. and People aren't delivering. Well, and that's why this podcast, I think, when the other night we spent two and a half hours talking because we Mm -hmm. needed to support one another. And and as a parent of a child who is a college kid who's going through the online classes, she's got an online class, synchronous, from 5 to 10 p.m., three nights a week. Now, now, that was exactly the same time of her real class. Okay. Okay. So that's not a yeah. different thing. That was when her real class met that three nights mm-hmm. a week, 5 to 10 p.m. So uh, around 7 o'clock, I walked in with a plate of food. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just put it down. But yep. but my point is, is here's support. I mean, I'm thinking about what you're saying yeah. with support. Yeah. I didn't say anything. I didn't say, I didn't say way to go kid. Although I'm proud of her, but here's some food for you. Yeah. So yeah. you don't yeah. have to walk out and miss something. Yeah. You know, yeah. how many of our yeah. kids are going to be getting that when we're teaching online classes? Right. Not many, not yeah. many. How many? Well, and you know what? Here's the, here's the other, the thing I remember most about this chart when I was reading it was 
that the high level of expectation with the low level of support is the only title I remember, and that's authoritarian parenting or teaching. Right. Mm. I was like, oh, <laughs> wow, wow. That really sunk in. So I think the the high level of support, high level of expectation, I expect you to do well. But if you walk into my office and say, I don't know how to saddle staple <laughs> for this competition that I'm applying to, it seems like mm-hmm. like Rob just snickered in derision. Okay. Like I get it. <laughs> Yeah, one of the uh, one of the, the lines that I heard um, that applies a lot, at least to how I think about teaching, um, is uh, you know, love without truth is not love, and truth without love is not truth. Is not truth. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, you you really like if we're taking on this role as mentors and leaders and teachers mm-hmm. and however, whatever stage it might be, whether it's you know Rob's distant freshman to the you know ever close. <laughs> Now doctoral student. <laughs> or the occasion I, when I say things this, like, like, what, what the, the hell fuck, are you man? doing? What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah. No, no but, but seriously, like, it, and, and honestly, like, I, in podcast one, we talked a little bit about deadlines. In, in my music technology class and in my composers, um, you know, people who are going to be dealing with deadlines on, our, on a day-to-day basis, I'm a lot more stringent on when mm-hmm. they turn stuff in because I'd be doing them a disservice if I said they could graduate and turn in things late because then they'd get out into the working world and yeah. be like, oh, I can just turn this in late. And then they'd lose yeah. their job and not make income. Yeah, yeah. totally. Right. Exactly. Yep. So, you know, like those sorts of methodology is at least how I'm trying to incorporate that in my individual teaching or whatever. Although I will say, and, and I'm not sure, so I want to ask you to clarify this. With mm-hmm. this online teaching, I'm going to be a lot more relaxed about the late. In everyday real totally. teaching in a classroom... Not so much. No. And never. I think that's yeah. what you're saying, but I, I lost that just a little bit. No, it's entirely what I'm saying. And, okay. uh, and, the, and I think, fine. yeah, by us showing that we can be flexible now is going to hopefully encourage their flexibility on the back end because they're yeah. going to have to do things completely different than what they've ever done before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Garrett, I'll say two things about my class. First of all, I do love my students, even though I... <laughs> characterized myself as a mercenary before, which I stand by. This man is holding the most adorable baby while he says it's, this. I know. I'm, a know this. I'm a mercenary. I'm, to, I'm literally trying to trip him up. Time for mercenaries. All right, you um, guys ready, though? I've got, I've got one stuffed animal here that's just been in my back pocket. I'm going to wait until Garrett's really no. serious. Well, uh, but I... I mean, it's interesting with deadlines, like my class has never, and and this is the first time I've experienced this because, (laughs) oh, there's a, there's a crocheted minion. That took some time. Oh my God. How much time did it take to make that? (laughs) (laughs) Look, it even has the hair strands. My friend Becca made this for our son. Nice. Nice. That's that's like really impressive craftsmanship yeah shout out, shout out to her, her pinterest page seriously <laughs> what's can you plug plug her one more time oh yeah becca harrison i mean she's a she's a wizard literally yeah, if you want a crocheted minion go to her yeah um, oh but, she's made so much yeah what I, what i was gonna oh, say is like with due dates like my class like the and this is something we talked about in the lost episode is like, what is the crux of the class? Like, what is, if you take everything away, what are you trying to do? So my class, because it's at a community college, is about students developing 
self-discipline to pursue mm. music as a practice and as be able to translate that experience to whatever their primary interest is. Um, nice. So, like, yeah. we do things Real like life. they they do a time inventory, like, what do they spend time on? And, like, if they care about music, like, where does that fit in? And that sort of thing. So, like, deadlines are kind of... Deadlines are nominal to begin with in my class because uh, it's really, like, can... The, the question is, can they keep themselves accountable more than, like, you're going to lose credit if you don't do this? So we've always... There's always been an approach that we can be flexible with deadlines and that sort of thing. So fortunately, again, not only is everything else online, but, like, that same ethos translates from the in-person meetings to this new online format, which is great. If I were teaching at in a different circumstance, uh, it would be a lot more challenging, I think, to translate that element of the class to this new... The new, the brave new world of the new paradigm. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, you know, I don't think we. I actually got to what I would say to my senior Zzz, seniors. Holy crap! That question was a half hour ago. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I think, I think the big takeaway is we got you. Oh yeah, you know, like yeah. they are terrified because they are graduating essentially this week, right? And they are getting kicked out in the world. Probably before they're mentally ready, because they were expecting another two months in the nest. Right. Um, or to and... know things that they don't know, like, where am I going mm. next? Yes, Well, yes. I mean, that's a mm -hmm. false expectation, because they're not going to know that in two months either, but they don't know that they're, they weren't going to know that. <laughs> well, that's just <laughs> it. And, and remember, that's I'm it. saying this from the high school point of view. My oh, kids yeah, haven't yeah. made a decision about school yet, and not yeah, all the acceptances yeah. have come in yet. Most of them have, but not all of them have. Most. Right. And, and now there's this new monkey wrench. So I think the big takeaway is you're going to you're going to go and you're going to do and and you're going to panic and we still have you and you're going to call us and you're going to freak out. And you're going to text Rob in the middle of the night and freak out and you're allowed <laughs> that to student do does all the time. And you guys Aww. always give your phone number as Rob's phone number. I mean, there's nobody every, here yeah. is giving every your one of your students <laughs> is going to start texting me. <laughs> I gave my phone number out exactly once, and John Taco texted me at 10 p.m. on a Friday night during the summer. <laughs> yeah. And so it's his fault. His name is John <laughs> Taco? Oh, yeah. He's a great guitar player. Oh, uh, we're totally tagging who, him in this. Who's, who's, so he has to listen an hour he, and a half he, yeah, he, to figure out why he was mentioned. <laughs> he lives on Long Island. Uh, he actually, you know, he, he's been Hi, doing John. some really cool, uh, you know, cruise ship gigs and whatnot. Unfortunately, he, uh -huh. he lost his, his most recent cruise ship gig, obviously, mm -hmm. for, for reasons of, you know, coronavirus. Because uh, sure. I think the last thing anybody wants to be on right now is a confined boat on the yeah. ocean. Yeah, 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 exactly. I don't know if it's clean. That sounds pretty good right now. <laughs> no, they're not. They are not. But Floating cesspools. All right, you ready for my next reveal here? Um. <gasps> oh, now they're two babies. <laughs> Dueling babies. <laughs> this is so I think good. it easily, though. We're setting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So, so Garrett, turn your baby around so they can meet. Because that in on my screen they'll be looking at each other. See, that's right. No, you get it. It's all about perspective. It's all about oh, 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 
<laughs> Yay. I have like 18 screenshots of children. <laughs> <laughs> so many babies. Taking a nap, my, to My be poor clear. wife has had to deal with uh, <laughs> my daughter uh, spitting up literally nonstop for the last two hours. Oh, so. Dude, that was yesterday. That was last night. I was like, if this is happening Wednesday night, I'm just not going to be able to be on this podcast, which would hurt me a lot more than it would hurt all of you. Um, uh, I was just informed we might need to buy a new headboard in our bedroom. <laughs> Might be stuff. This is such a weird podcast. We just went from talking about John Taco. Yeah, I well, it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Are we at the end of our podcast now? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What else do we have to talk about, though? Well. Theory. I, I, I mean, was like, I was I was gonna wait. I was gonna can make we, a, no, can no, no, we no. talk a little. Can we talk a little bit about things we've been doing, just like on a personal level to stay sane during all of this? Oh, that's a good question. Like, is there anything? In, yeah. like, Should for, we for stop example, the recording I, or is this a? No, no. Yeah, I think, let's I think this going. will be personal for public consumption. There you go. Can we sure. press sure. pause for a minute right. and grab other beers slash go to the bathroom? Slash give my baby who's very hungry and I don't have breasts, so I can't really help out here. <laughs> well, figure it out, and Andrew. Pause. Wow. You're still listening? Thank you. Okay, so you need to hit pause as well and give us a like, a rating, a comment, a share, a something, because clearly you are a fan. It would help us out tremendously, so go ahead and do that right now. And you're back. So now enjoy Andrew Cody's Consequences of Our Common Good before we come back to round out this Overdrinks podcast.
Did we end with the question or are we starting with the question? You know, I, I don't know. So let's just have Garrett ask it again for so safety. So what are, we've talked a lot about students. We've talked yep. about our institutions. What are the things that you've done for yourselves to, you know, I, I'm assuming we're all mostly or completely isolating at this point. Um, so far, none of us that I know of are symptomatic and like seriously quarantining. <laughs> So what have you been doing? I'll say something, the most meaningful thing for me, there's a a website called worldconcerthall.com that stream, like like catalogs, um, live audio and video broadcasts of concerts. And so I've been at least once a day, I've been tuning into a concert and I've been trying to find the ones that are still happening live, but are just happening in a concert hall without any people. So, like, today I watched a cha- some chamber musicians in Helsinki play. It's very traditional repertoire, usually, but it still, like, feels nice to connect, and there are no sports. I was planning on this these weeks watching the um, NCAA tournament. That's not happening. And, like, since Isaac, who you <laughs> Isaac can hear upset. more... Since Isaac was born, like, I was watching a ton of NBA. There was, like, a whole schedule of when the NBA is streaming on, like, TNT or ESPN that just is moot now. Right. And uh, so that has been really nice. Like, um, it's been really great to feel connected to other people across the world or at least just enjoy a concert and not think about what's going on so that's been like the biggest thing for me in addition to just like trying to get outside as much as possible which i know i mentioned earlier yeah yeah no that's that's really cool one thing that i've had uh uh that we did yesterday with um and actually i mean what we're doing now is is part of this as well yeah y'all are uh you know my i feel like my (laughs) baseball rob i love it um spring training's Suspended. And, yeah. Say. Oh, you know, if, if we were so on Zoom, s- we'd have video right here. <laughs> so sad yeah. that you can't see the beginning of another season where the Tigers lose 110 games. <laughs> oh, the Tigers! It is sad. Oh. I'm just no sad matter I can't what. See the Red Sox cheat again and the Astros, well, and it's sad. Yeah. Oh, and we got a unicorn with uh, crayon. No, that's a goat. Llama. Is it a llama? llama or alpaca? Sorry. Man. I don't you know it's my well. Um, no, but uh, for yesterday for St. Patrick's Day, um, most of my friends still live up in the Boston area, uh, which you know pour out one for Boston for not having Tom Brady or St. Patrick's oh. Day. Oh wow, yeah, Tom that's Brady! Intense, yeah, right? yeah, right, yeah, devastating. Uh, no, but anyways, I, I just spent three hours video uh, chatting with my friends and their spouses, and uh, we are all kind of updating our lives, which we could have done, and you know. My, I've I've got a weird situation where I used to live with, um, and or live close to, uh, you know, five other guys who I was really close friends with, and we used to hang out basically on a nightly basis at our one friend's apartment because he had an apartment. But anyways, so like reconnecting with friends virtually has been a really interesting uh, and difficult time, uh, but it's also one of those things where it's like, oh well, why haven't we done that before? And that's been helpful. I bought myself a bike that I can bring in the house and I can, and it hasn't been delivered yet, but I got, I have to do something and it's still a little too cold to do that something outside. 
So I bought myself a bike. It won't be delivered for a week. And I feel like I feel like a tub of goo right now, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> None like, of my just, things yeah. I normally do, I've been able to do. Mm. Yeah, I, um, in the last episode, I mentioned, <laughs> I fell on my ass on Sunday during a long run. And not on my ass, but on my knee and my shoulder and it's my about elbow. To say, it was... <laughs> and my, it looks actually like I punched a wall because all of my knuckles are bloody and and disgusting. And um, mm. running has kind of been this, the rock steady thing in my life for about a, you know, a year now. Um, and I've had to take a few days off. But, but um, you know, I keep coming back to a routine. Yeah. And I, I kind of established this routine a couple of years ago <laughs> when I figured out that that summer breaks and winter breaks are actually a really great time for me to procrastinate. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and I needed to stop and I didn't know how. So I get up every mm-hmm. morning and I read for 60 minutes, exactly 60 minutes. I set a timer. Andrew's not allowed to bother me. Um, if he comes downstairs, he, and he apologizes for interrupting and I don't really pay attention to him anymore. Um, <laughs> Do you throw something at him? No, I just don't listen to him. Or I don't that get is... fed. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I have 60 minutes with my fed. cat and a cup of tea and a book. And uh, I am ready to go, ready to work when I'm done with it. And so that right. routine, that, te- that, you know, 60 minutes in the morning of reading is really healthy for me. And um, <laughs> Sheree is telling Andrew to feed yourself. <laughs> feed yourself. Uh, <laughs> there's now enough food in the house, but that sets me on a, a, a path towards you know working for the rest of the morning, cleaning the house a little bit, eating lunch. I work again until four, and then I exercise. And I'm happy to say that I've recovered from my fall. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, I, tomorrow I start running again, and I'm very much looking forward to it. And um, yeah, it's really easy to sit back and whine about <laughs> our situation, but uh, at the same time, I'm, I'm, you know, I took a few days to get over the burnout of last week. And now I'm back into my routine that I recognize from the summer and these other breaks I've taken. And that is the most essential thing for me is, is that yeah. it, I know what time it is and therefore what I should be doing. Now, if I'm, I'm, I'm be searching for that routine. The wall. Right. Mm. The composing yeah. routine is not a problem. I'm searching for the exercise routine, which yeah. is what keeps me healthy and happy. Um, mm. But because I've lost my tennis and I yeah. and I would run some too, but in the winter I would just play a little more tennis because we can play inside, yeah. indoors. Right. And I've lost that, and so I'm I'm looking for something to replace that. Yeah. Um. Every day at four, whatever it is, I've I've got some I've got different routines for you know obviously like. <laughs> I'm busting if we could play Skype week. tennis, I'd be all about it. Well, I'm telling you, totally right? A little wee yeah. tennis. Sure. Remember wee yeah. tennis. Sheree, oh, there's always man. goat yoga. I mean, you could try goat yoga. Okay, you've watched too much of The Rookie this week. I, I think I've, so good, seen goat, I've seen goat something on Facebook where they <laughs> hop around. <laughs> Probably about Tom Brady. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. oh, my. So um, I, I posted this kind of big rant on my Instagram story uh, yesterday. You did. I did. <laughs> 
So I'm going to re- recount it for anyone who doesn't follow me on Instagram, which is Wait, probably most of our listeners. Please, no, please read I'm the internet. I'm not on Instagram. That's my favorite there you thing. Go. That's my favorite thing to listen to is when people read the internet. I'm not going to read the internet. I'm going to paraphrase the internet. I'm going to pull up Rob's story and see if I can read the internet. <laughs> oh, that's even better when I'm it's kidding. a silent podcast of just people reading the internet. <laughs> no, but it was basically like, um, to and I've I've seen Jamie. You you actually aren't one of the 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 uh, the main offenders that I was talking about. Even though what you just described kind of is what I was talking well, about. Well, I have sympathy and empathy for the people who do you not too. have the luxury of creating the same type of routine that I do. Like I know you really do, I and know. I appreciate that about you. Well, I love you. but i've just been i've been going through you know and i think we all go through this when we look at when we look at social media consistently and we see that like oh they're winning this they're getting this performed and we have that feeling of like well what the hell am i doing thank you yeah so this past you know only a few days which feels like uh, an eternity. Yep. Um, I'd been doing a lot of that and I was seeing like all of these, well, if you're creative, use this time to be creative and, you know, write a poem, write a book, compose some music, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Sharia's and, double birds up. <laughs> yes. Double birds. <laughs> and it has, it has very much affected me because, um, I see that and I get the feeling of like insecurity that, oh shit, I should be doing something right now. But the fact of the matter is I have two kids at home, a six-year-old and a four-year-old who cannot really self entertain. The six-year-old is pretty close. She's getting there, right? She's, she's getting there, but it's, but even like, even if you set her up, like she's doing, uh, you know, some kind of activity book. You might get 10 good minutes before she comes down and has a question. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, so it's like that time really isn't. I call it thinking time. You don't have your thinking time. The yes. ability yes. to get into something and stay there. Yeah. No, exactly. That's exactly right. To get into something and stay there. And, um, and like, you know, I'm seeing all these people like, oh, I composed this and blah, blah, blah. Quarantine is doing some, doing wonders for my productivity and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, fuck, I'm. You're doing I'm quarantine not doing, wrong? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. And honestly, it really, it really started reminding me of my uh, summer. Um my summer uh, this past summer when Kate was working uh, at, at Lowe's and she was doing like weekends and uh, most evenings. And so like, and actually in the summer, it was actually most days too. So I was like the primary uh, childcare, you know, primary caregiver for the entire summer. And I, barely wrote a thing because it's like what can you do you know when you have x number of hour x number of unstructured hours to fill you know and so it's like this year i made a big point because i know that's going to be my reality going forward 
I made a big point to learn how to compose during the semester. Yeah. And now my semester is gone. Right. And the summer is encroaching yeah. quickly, uh, you know, no, I, so it's okay. just like, well, and, not, I, and, and can I just I, jump in? Not just as a parent of a young child, although I totally respect what you're saying. But again, I've mentioned a couple of times, my child's in college, she's 19. And yet I have the same issues. Yes. Because she's, mm. she's worried about her friends. Mom, do you think they're okay? She's worried about herself. She's worried about her dad, who is somebody who has some of the health issues that Mm. Could make him more susceptible. Right, more susceptible. Right. But it, but all that means, as a parent, as you all know, I'm spending more time because that's important. Yeah. Dealing with yeah. that than I am worried about other things. My well, best my say, best time of day is in the morning before she wakes up. She's a teenager, so I I I'm kind of lucky in that she's going to sleep mm. in, and if I can get up and get going, I get a bunch done before she wakes up. But. Mm. And I'm, I'm, we're here to support everyone who's creative. And I feel like that's been the mission of Adjective since the very beginning. I'm a little upset at the, not only the people who say, you know, Newton was, was it Isaac Newton? Who was the? Yeah, one of them. There were, okay. there were several you right, know, that were quarantined. Developed- it, was, it wasn't Frank Newton. We it can rule Frank Newton. Yeah, it wasn't right. Frank. Frank didn't get it. He wasn't doing or, or Fig. It wasn't Fig Newton <laughs> either. Wasn't fig. Yeah. Oh, but I'm bummed. Oh, you know, I've got some Fig Newtons upstairs. All of these people upstairs. developed, you know, Shakespeare wrote King Lear while he was yeah. quarantined and this and that. And then there's the opposite side of that where there are people who are judgmental because you're not taking a break and you're not right. using what the universe has told you should be downtime. We're not here to judge. No one should be yeah. here to judge. You have to be a parent because of your circumstances. You, you have to cope because we have people in our creative circles who have anxiety, who are barely handling this situation. You have other people who have lost their entire income. I am really, in this moment, in this situation, quite fed up with anybody saying that this is how you should handle the situation yes. because each individual is different right. and your should is different than my should. And if you think your should applies to me, then you can fuck the hell off. <laughs> well, well yeah. Intense. All right. So, yeah. There it is. No, yeah. no, because I don't if I, if I could pick feel... up the mic from the ground, that is just <laughs> dropped by Amy. Yeah, because if my literal mic drop needs to be a parent right now, then I want you to feel comfortable being a parent right now. And now that you should write the next fucking Shostakovich five, not that you would because Shostakovich yeah. five has been written, but I don't want, you to feel that way and i don't want anyone else in our creative circles to feel that way either okay now i'm handing you the microphone andrew i'm sorry thank you for handing me the shattered ribbon microphone you just spiked on the ground (laughs) (laughs) that vintage neumann that you just spiked i do what i can but mike that recorded pet sounds has been shattered sorry if i can but if i if i could kind of finish up like yeah, I. Yeah, he actually didn't I have, finish his thought. No, no, because we. Want my to thoughts him. are very long. <laughs> no, because <laughs> my children are asleep right now, and I get to have these long oh, thoughts. Have totally, my. Go I back. still have one awake, so that I want to jump oh, in at boy. some point too. Yeah, um, but I think what I basically what I basically learned is like I can't have the time that I had before. That's just not going to happen. 
so I have to adapt. If I want to get anything done, it's going to be during a Disney movie, which is an hour and a half, which usually an hour and a half I completely scoff at and it's like, how can I get anything done in an hour and a half? Because it takes me 30 minutes to get into it in, in like in the first place. So I think that going forward, I just need to, as we were saying, you know, like with our students and with our classes, I just need to be flexible and realize that if I write five notes yep. during a day, that's, I still did something. If I, if I get, and you know, like, and honestly, I there there was uh, many weeks ago uh, before any of this started. I don't know what it was, but there was this little like like gorilla inspirational quote uh, type thing going on at OU, and someone at on the door of the music building had left a sticky note that <laughs> said uh, "progress, not perfection." Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was just like, oh my God, that's, that is like the most profound thing yes. I have, I've heard in a long time. And I need to be like internalizing this for myself. Progress, not perfection. Sticky note. Any philosophy. sort of progress is progress. I'm, I'm telling you, our next podcast needs to be what Andrew and Jamie started, what we, we mentioned in the lost podcast that I have picked up and modified for high school students, but it has everything to do with what you're talking about. I used to think I needed two, three hours in which to compose. Now I can do it in 22 minutes. Yeah. And that's your teaser yeah. for our next podcast. And it has Bam. to do, it has to do with, with what they came up with and what I modified for high school kids. And then I did with my high school kids and realized, oh crap, I can do this in 22 minutes. I can do this too. Uh-huh. So in another two days. We're not going to lose this podcast, knock on anything that's wood. Um, <laughs> but in another two days, we'll get, pick back up with that. So, Andrew, you you had something going forward. Oh, man. you going to leave me to close? <laughs> Actually, I, I still have to go technically, so you don't have to close if you don't there want you go. to. Andrew, it's, Cody, okay. just go. It's 11 right. p.m. Where the hell do you that's have to good. be? I'll lob up a softball. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, you know, I love the... I love the conversation that we talked into and, and how this does relate to our general podcast topic is it's going to be, um, you know, our students are going to figure out how to operate and create or complete assignments in their own time and how they're going to figure that out. Um, for me as a composer, uh, the one thing that I found really difficult, and this is an earlier podcast about having a family is you have to, you have to budget in time to write and, I, I work a lot with non-academic musicians because my full-time job is a church job and they are always curious, you know, like, oh, when you write, is it like, you, you know, you're awoken in the middle of the night? Yeah, in the middle of the night, exactly. <laughs> you climb up to your tower and there's camera and the muse descends and, you know, you're, all of a sudden you've got this brilliant idea. Sorry, that's the Little Mermaid. Never mind. Oh, thank you. I did write that. Thank you for quoting me. <laughs> I would not let my daughter watch Barney because I was terrified the Barney I Love You theme would show up in a symphony somewhere. That's the baseline. That's a true story. So good. So, but with creativity, you have to like, you can't wait to be creative. You you just have to be creative in the in the window that you're given. Or the window that you find, and and uh, the window that you protect. 
So where I'm at right now, also jumping back to Garrett's question, like, what are you doing? Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. So I, I had two weeks paid paternity leave, and that was great. But paternity leave isn't like, oh, you get two weeks off. To yeah, that's not baby. a vacation. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like work. you get to, you get two weeks to try to <laughs> try to help the million things that your wife is doing, and uh, which I, I can barely scratch the surface, and I feel completely inept uh, trying to help. <laughs> Um, and now that my paternity leave in a way has been continued, but not been continued, like I'm still required to do the same amount of teaching, uh, my full-time church job, which has now gone to streaming entirely. So we're putting together a live streamed product for, uh, you know, yeah, our wow. congregation yeah. of wow. 1200 or whatever. Yeah. So oh. it's, it's weird, but I'm at home doing it. So it's like, how do you balance you know, the transition of, okay, I'm here entirely to support my family as best I can to now, okay, I'm back to trying to be a creative, trying to be, uh, you know, an educator, trying to be someone who's, you know, creating content for my church job, who's trying to balance, you know, and it's weird because I'm trying to do this all in the same place. I'm used to being in a classroom to teach my classes or being in my church office writing and doing orchestrations, uh, you know, and so now I'm trying to do this all from my basement which makes me look really cool when I have the zoomed out, uh, you know, look, <laughs> look from my right. Skype window. Um, so this is my way of saying, like, I think right now, uh, you know, we're in such a unique circumstance and it's such a unique situation that thankfully we can isolate this. But this is also a really good opportunity for us to analyze and pick together, okay, is it helpful for us to have um, different environments in order to be creative or to be educators or is it something that we can take the best elements of those areas and put them all into one yeah that's actually something i was talking with my wife about because we are you know she's working at home right now as well so she's up in the living room on this like tiny little desk space mm -hmm. and i'm down in the basement on on my in in my desk space and it's like you know, we are so used to like being able to walk away to to have like our workplace and have our home Be separate. Yeah. Yes. But the thing is, I was telling her like because when we bought this house, she was very concerned that I thought it would feel small. And it, it in a way, I'm a six foot four gargantuan person <laughs> in this house. There are different places where I can hit my head on on different ceilings or whatever yep. doorways or whatever. Then they've done that in your house. Yep. <laughs> yes, you 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 understand it. Okay, um, I'm five six and I still hit my head on something in your house. So well, yes, you guys were in the triangle room. We so. were in the triangle room. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's like I we were sitting down today and I just said like, you know what, this right here, this is when I feel like the house is small. Yeah. Because we can't step away. Yeah. You know, and that's going to get harder as the days mount. We, but we, um, we mentioned this earlier, but I said something about rules, the house rules. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I sat down with yeah. my teenager and I said, hey, kid, I love you, but spring break's over and you come home and you need to go and that's okay. <laughs> and I clean up yeah. after you while you do that. And then you go back and I can be my nice little neat, tidy self. You're still here. And it's time. It's time to figure some things out. 
Yeah. So it's yeah. it's setting those boundaries and those rules and Yeah. Part of the reason we rented the house that we are in right now is because it has an office for Andrew, an office for me, and an office that has our production space for the adjective scores um that we sell. And we tried living in adjectivenewmusic.com. Ooh, adjectivenewmusic.com. Oh, product placement. We need to rebrand. Adjective. Oh. Adjectivenewmusic.com. <laughs> um, we tried sharing an office because I did want a guest room Disaster. at one point. Um, Disaster. Andrew whistles. We've talked about this before what? on podcasts, yep. but like we He's don't a share whistling space. fool. Yeah. Wow. Do you whistle while you work? I do. Yes. Yes. How do you exactly. feel about this, Andrew? Fucking obnoxious. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, so is it twelve know, we, tone whistling? We Ooh, have, of course, it is the space. No, he, to he whistles the tetrachords he's obsessed with. Good luck, it's actually, it's it's actually tri-chord. the tricord, but whatever. It's a one five. <laughs> Do you whisper, Vayburn? <laughs> you like a one five? Of course, I like a one five. Okay, wait. Jamie it's... has to finish her thought. Hold on. Do I? No. Um, I don't. I don't think it's important anymore. The, I mean, Rob, like the, big, I agree. the biggest that, problem for that us. That tricord sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it's the worst tricord. It's the FDC, man. Hey, I'm never finishing this. Be <laughs> flatsy. <laughs> We've deteriorated. This might as well be the end. No, that can't. Just that can't. No, that was <laughs> that, that was a play. That was a deceptive cadence. That was not it. That was not the end. It's like an 015. <laughs> this podcast for me is sponsored by Tangeray Jin. Cherie has a piccolo right now. If Trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, Jamie, Jamie, what were you saying? I don't know. That oh, might be the no. end of the podcast. I, I mean, like, I, essentially, that that the loveliness of this house and the space that we're oh, experiencing, right, right, right. the fact that we have all of these good spaces to escape to, and when one yeah. and boundaries for for fuck's sake. Andrew does have to knock on my office door. He's not allowed to just walk in. Um, the the same is not true in the other direction. Um, but <laughs> well done. <laughs> but of course, well, the big not. problem is right now we can't afford rent beyond uh, the next three months right now, and so we may have to move just because the precariousness of our income um, is starting to worry me. And we've had some commissions not get canceled, which is lovely. I know other people are in much worse worse positions, but um, a, a canceled season equals a delayed commission, which equals delayed commission fees. And um, that's starting to make me just a little bit nervous. And so while our, our space is lovely and we do have the, the area to create, it is also creating a bit of a financial conundrum. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna try and wrap up this podcast a little bit, and and all of you, I feel cruise I feel, ship director. Well, I, oh, I feel oh, inadequate. Oh, you can't. Stop. Are we gonna green room it? Oh, Are we gonna do some green room? Oh my god! What is happening? Oh, yeah. So so I was actually gonna give you all props uh, because the the five of you have really humbled me in a lot of ways because what, you're you're talking about all of these very you know elevated things that you're doing and these very uh, things that almost transcend um, uh, or or maybe reflect the artist in isolation which is which is wonderful um, I'm gonna end by saying what 
I am currently engaged in is something that I honestly never thought I would be, and it would take a pandemic for me to actually be involved in this activity. All right. Oh um, the principal uh, second. The, what? Wait, what? wait, 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 uh, wait. Fantasy wait, football. Wait. <laughs> Oh my God, Andrew Go Cody! Go sports ball. Sports, yeah, sports, no, sports related. It is. It's absolutely. You're all absolutely right because uh, the second, the principal second violinist of the Toledo Symphony Orchestra, Merwin Sue, um, had. Uh, you know, he said, "Oh, the NCAA, uh, it, it's canceled. It's right? Canceled. There's, there's, there's no more sports ball to be nope. had. And so let's let's Dead pull in sports ball. Let's pull in some musical nerddom into the NCAA, and you know, let's let's do this with." Comp- Composers, the whole composer bracket kind of thing. And so, yeah, I'm engaged in, uh, I, I had, what was it? The I, I was seeding the sixth. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I, I had four. He had seed six. I had four teams I had to pick. And, you know, I did some research because I'm an academic, of course. And so did you know, uh, so, so Maryland, right? Maryland for the NCAA, they're like some kind of turtle or tortoise. Like, I don't even it's know what a, it is. It's called a terrapin. That's it. <laughs> Did you know that's a turtle? I didn't know. I told Merwin I'm going to have to give back my doctorate because I don't Why know Why are you talking shit. about Maryland? Baylor's been the number one team for I don't know how long. I, no, ju- I didn't have a choice. Six. I was seed six. I had to... Actually, he was selected as seed, as seed six when he was sleeping I because under- I, I volunteered him. I don't understand the premise of stop, this. Like, stop, you have to stop. do like You have to like represent the composers who teach at a specific school. No, not okay. Okay. No, 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 no. You, uh, you had to come up with some kind of tenuous or spurious or tangential relationship to the the team or to the area with some kind but of composer. They, but they never, they never selected the NCAA bracket. So like that. No, we're using 2019's bracket. We're using 2019. Please, oh, Baylor has been the number one team. Oh, Do we need to go God. into this again? <laughs> no, it's true. It's they, I don't they, care Baylor's that they didn't pick good. anything. Pause. This is not. And I went to Baylor, sports, so I y'all. get to be in that bracket. Thank you so much. <laughs> are Thank you, you okay. are you a Baylor Bear over I there? I am. That was my undergrad. Yeah, she totally is. Oh, very she, exciting. She totally is. Okay. Anyway, I am, I am doing. So, I am sports. I, I it sports ball. A, it has taken a <laughs> pandemic for me to get out of my comfort zone and to participate in this particular activity. And I'm going to end it by saying, I did not know that Vincent Persichetti <laughs> had oh apparently God. a significant fondness for the tortoise. Like oh. he. he wait, loves- wait, 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 wait. What? A no, Prince for got paired with tortoise. Maryland because he likes tortoises. I, yeah, I totally paired Maryland with Persichetti <laughs> because of the tortoise connection, and so that is one of my four composers that I'm pitching yep. for for my yeah. That's happening. Okay, I'm just really happy. That I need to the clarify the was... kind of fondness that we're talking about. And yes, I'm just like I've so glad now. that we can't we do didn't that. Stop the podcast before this. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's so great. I mean, I'm so glad that we're still like technically doing the podcast. That's really Andrew. <laughs> to get split in two. I'm this so happy about that. This is very long. Um, now yeah, I understand I why you and Jamie need different offices. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, technically, though, I was seed four, and I chose Stravinsky as Florida State because he lived in California at one point, and palm trees just tied everything together. Yeah, this is all this very, is loosely, very, very it's loosely very loosely tied. It's very loosely tied. 
And Stravinsky oh had goodness. to be on the bracket somewhere, so I picked so, him. So now, so now, you Rob McClure was at USC, right? Right, exactly. Yes. Like UCLA, he was at UCLA. Yes, but there's a USC. bust of him on the USC campus, so there's a connection. I think they're trying everything they can. We'll invite exactly. you guys to the group that's selecting the final. No, don't. I actually don't want to be part of this. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind then. Um, now, now I I take it I, I leave it to you, Rob McClure, to figure out where the hell to go from here and how to end this. Bop 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 right there. Bop bop ba da. Bop bop We'll just fade out on that. Thanks for listening. As always, if you want to find out more about adjective new music or lexical tones please go to our website, www.adjectivenewmusic.com.